Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wait, what are you getting... Sunday or Saturday. Oh, I'm getting a snake and a dagger on my leg. Dagger wrap with a snake wrap on it. For that MBR t-shirt? Fuck. <laughs> 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 no. Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professionals, and they're about to make that very clear. So just kick back and hang with them, because you've earned it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Walking Blind Podcast. I'm Mike. He's Mike. We'll get all the introductions out of the way. Uh, this is episode 32, and we fucked up again. Um, <laughs> Papa Perez is not here. <laughs> so we're just going to stop talking about when he's going to be here on the episode. Um, we didn't think about the fact that Monday was the 4th of July, Yep. Um, and... It was so it was a holiday. We still hung out, but like we didn't, yeah. you know, we didn't do the podcast. And then uh, on top of that, tonight when we're recording, it's actually Thursday. He had a, f- a funeral. Funeral, yeah. Is he attending or is he? I think he might be speaking. Okay, so that makes sense. That but. makes a little, little, you know. I guess that um, <laughs> I guess that holds more weight than the Walking Blind podcast at this time. It's fine. It's cool. No, he'll he'll, yeah. he'll get on. He he, he wants to. He, yeah. He wants to go on, but it's uh, we're yeah, we'll we'll slate him for when the time is right. He's he's nervous that he's gonna be like boring. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I'm like, oh, dad, so. just talk talk about your life. You know what I kind of want to do? I want to kind of try out like lapel mics. I have one, like lapel, so we could just be like like casual, you know, like casual mics. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try casual mics, like casual mics, casual mics. 
you know. Yeah, I I bought one. Uh, I bought one for when I do like videos and stuff, just to get it. I don't know why. Oh, it was on sale. Yeah, it was on sale. So I was like, oh, yeah, good. I have one too. You went in there. Man. I don't know. I've never used it. I don't know if it's any good or not. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I just use it for I use it for all my uh, like YouTube or TikTok things. <clears throat> well, that being said, uh, let's let's jump into it, ladies and gentlemen. It, it has been a few days since mm-hmm. we last spoke to you. We're trying this new thing <laughs> where we just accidentally record on Thursdays and then rush to put it out by Friday. Yeah. So, I you know, on the way here, I was kind of talking about this, and I was saying that it. I feel like it is a different vibe as opposed from like near the end of the week yeah. to like the beginning of the week. Yeah. It's just I didn't. I don't know. If, I don't think. It's necessarily a good or bad thing. It's just definitely different. Well, because we're no longer we're no longer in the like, okay, we just went through the weekend and now it's our first day back. Now we're like, all right, we're we're ready for this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because um, this uh, this weekend is kind of a uh, kind of wild, stacked. wild one. Yeah, it's a, so, it's a rager, mm-hmm. kind of, not really, but you know. <laughs> let's let's get into it. Let's do the uh, let's let's jump into the MPHC, the Mike Perez health check. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a sound pad button in here that just goes mm. beep 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 beep. Like every time we transition, <laughs> I'm gonna hit it. Do it, but and then I'm gonna forget which one. <laughs> which. Add it in. Add it in post. Add it in post. I used to do that with um with uh, the Robot Lab podcast. We just one episode, one random episode. We started talking about like the uh, Highlander theme song. Mm. The, here we are. You know, and then um. I just decided to start splicing it in at random times. So anytime someone would mention the Highlander, it would just cut to this. <laughs> Here we are. And, you know, oh, yeah. it was fun. Oh, this podcast. Dang. <clears throat> Speaking, I mean, actually, never mind. This will be off camera stuff. I was going to say that we, uh, although I, I, though I would like to do editing, we potentially, could, if we wanted to, we could have an editor. Really? Yeah. We'll talk off camera. Yeah. Figure it out. Uh, which, which, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk because I have something else to talk to you about as well. Cool. Sorry, folks, you're not involved in this conversation, but you might be in the next like four weeks. Big things happening behind the scenes. Yeah. We keep saying that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I mean, it's big, but it's not that big. It's kind of big. It's kind of big. It's exciting. I like to, I like to tell people it's way smaller. That way when it happens, they're like, oh, that's actually bigger than I thought. That's how I landed my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> anyways mphc what's up let's go um so i feel like it's been uh i feel like it's just been this whole week's been crazy like it feels like there's been a lot going on yeah although i have so i will say this i felt i felt productive this week so i feel like that's been good for me mentally it also might say a lot about where i'm at mentally i think Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was, I was productive um, or at least that I felt so I kind of felt good about it um, I'm still trying to use walking when I can uh, so I've been doing I look insane if you guys saw me at my house I look <laughs> I've been trying to, <laughs> trying to like explain it this just paces around his around his island walk around the island in my house walk but around the island as if that wasn't like weird you know, enough if you'd have never told anybody like yeah I just walk around the island and the island is in my house and it's just a little you know few foot island then it wouldn't sound as crazy if you're just like yeah I walk around the island like oh like Balboa <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that's how you think. go to the yeah. go to the beach, the beach. Walk, walk the island no 
So as if I didn't look crazy enough, and I'm always thinking, I know none of my neighbors can see me. Like I just, I know they can't. But if they did, I wonder what their thoughts would be. Do you think your nieces think you're like batshit? No, because you usually sleep. Oh, okay. But uh, so I got a um, oh, what's it called? It's like a training, it's like a breathing thing. I look like Darth Vader. Oh, the elevation mask. Elevation mask. Yeah. Did you? Sick. I used to box in one of those. It was tough. Really, dude? That sounds dangerous. <laughs> I have a, yeah. <clears throat> Felix Felix put me through that. Thanks, Felix. Dude. Oops. But yeah, I'm like walking patient on my counter wearing this mask looking like Darth Vader. So. <clears throat> yeah, those are, I mean, those are pretty, they're pretty good as far as like training, training you like with your cardiovascular health and everything like that. Mm -hmm. um, but they can be really difficult on your system if you aren't ready. <laughs> yeah. I, I like them just because like because I'm, I'm when I'm doing my walking I'm not like I'm not like it's not I'm not pushing it pace but I'm just really focusing on like taking like deep breaths so when I'm done I always feel yeah I always feel good that's cool yeah <clears throat> sorry I'm trying to find this post you can keep going right. um so yeah so I think it's been a it's been busy kind of crazy I feel like things are gonna just kind of keep getting crazier but I'm hoping that as long as I can like keep on walking and uh i'm gonna start having to run here soon because the nbr show is coming up yeah which uh have you guys announced an actual weekend for that yet mm -mm. or are you still okay although we we're starting to get uh we got some bands confirmed sick it's cool so he's like i gotta try and um i'm gonna try and be there for the whole weekend yeah so um i think we're gonna just get you guys on the shows Dude, I mean, you know, uh, let me know if if that's something that's a thing. We can all we can share flights. Can you imagine how how, <laughs> how rowdy that would be? <laughs> I mean, it would just be Martin and myself, but like with torture culture. Yeah, but that would be. <laughs> yeah, did you see here? Dang, an elevation mass. This yeah, is 2013. Mine straight up looks like a cup on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is like real deal. Dang. Okay. <clears throat> uh, right. I was a much more thin man back then. We all were. We all were thinner men. <clears throat> but yeah, so that's me. I think as long as I can stay on my, my walking at some point, I don't know when, I'm going to have to start introducing running. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been good. I think uh, this week I said the product. So the productivity of some of the stuff I did was musical things. Yeah. And so it was nice. I knocked out a Burner State song, which is done. And uh, it's going to be interesting. You're switching styles again? No. So we had, uh, I tell you about the talk we had about how I was like, I was like, we're two different bands, basically. Uh -uh. So uh, I can show this in here because I think it's, you know. Uh, so for Burner State, we have, basically, we have two main songwriters for the music. Right. It's uh, both our guitar players, Daniel and Gerald. And I like, I like both of their styles and I think I can be in both bands basically. Right. But they're too different. They're too different. Do they write together or do they just bring each other ideas? They bring each other ideas. Like whole song ideas or parts? For, from when I, from, I think for the most part, they kind of been most like mostly full song ideas. Yeah. But then like they've collaborated and stuff. <clears throat> like what's been kind of cool is I think Gerald kind of makes, takes Daniel's stuff, make, it makes it more punk rock. Okay. And so... 
And I don't know with Gerald's stuff. I don't know if we've made it more melodic, although he, he kind of went melodic on one of his own songs. I think it was. Mm -hmm. So I think this was, it was like kind of a difficult conversation to have because I don't know. Cause I'm, I'm wondering if either of them took it as like a personal thing, which is not right. It's just not. like, yeah, it's like, no, like we just, we just need to like meet more in the middle, you know, and, and a way, which is fine with me, but like, you know, one of the ways to, to center things is obviously going to be like my vocals to bring it in. Right. And so, and I haven't had to have that mentality, but I'm, I'm having to because of how different the songs are. Right. Whereas before, you know, a pop song, I lean into the pop side of it. Right. If it's like a punk song, I lean into the punk side of it. And so with the songs coming, coming and kind of being so almost like, this is like skate punk. This is pop punk. This is almost thrash. This is this. It's forcing me to be, so now whenever I get like a thrashier, more like punk song, I want to make it as melodic as possible. Right. And so, and then now when I'm hearing like a, cause we have a, we have like a more, a song in like a major key and from, you know, for Daniel's song. And so for me, I'm, I'm struggling to try to dirty it up as much as possible. Yeah. To like, to not be so like clean and yeah. pretty and yeah and so but i think it's cool and i think it's kind of you know like the song that gerald sent is I, I like it i like it a lot um and so i don't know i think it'll bring out i think it'll bring out like a you know mo mo hopefully down the line might might solidify whatever our our style is because like we just have different our songs are just kind of all over the place yeah and i think we're gonna drop williams would be happy to hear this i think we're dropping the ska oh that which that we only, okay. only we only have two songs that have yeah. like <laughs> so I and don't even know. then were they really ska though I know because <laughs> the drums weren't really ska I <laughs> and I say that with all love Jeremy <laughs> like, um, you know in a, in a way I kind of in a way I kind of liked it because it, it, it makes it kind of cool because like with those ska parts you go like oh those aren't ska drums yeah right but then you're like oh but that's kind of like kind of cool because it's different yeah know? it's funny brandon brandon, <laughs> brandon kind of it was, it was i think he thought was, he was gonna offend me so you're trying to find i can tell you trying to find a nice way to say it i was like what are you trying to say yeah and he's like so like your drummer he's like not a sky drummer yeah i was like no oh no no, no he's not <laughs> i'm like it's okay i was like i think that's you know in a way i feel like it's it's worked it's worked yeah. out so but anyway it's, it's just it's a it's I'm I'm excited. I think lyrically, I'm curious to see what the guys think of this song because I'm not a political person. Did you go political? I, I don't think it's political in the sense. I mean, I guess in a, in a way it is. But my the the song, the idea of the song is like the biggest act of defiance is to live your life, right? For anything, right. for anyone, to any for anything, and that's the feeling I'm trying to portray in this song. Yeah, where it's like. You know, I'm not going to be scared into thinking a certain way. I'm not going to be scared into not doing certain things. I'm going to live, I'm going to live my life. And so that's, that was the lens in which I wrote. So there's a song called I'm Not Scared. It's called I'm No Longer Scared. That's good. It's called, um, I don't have a name for it. I, I hate naming songs. Are you going to say like, I'm not scared. I'm sorry, but I'm just not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not scared. Part two. I'm not scared too. Not scared too. Dose, Dukes. That's so. that's cool. I like. I'm I'm. I'm excited to hear new burner state stuff. 
in the same way that like I feel because I feel kind of feel the same way about new torture culture stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like those original songs that are on the EP were like essentially when we pulled it, when Jake like kind of talked to us all about like playing in the band, um, he was like, I have the bones of these, right? So here's these six songs. And then we all just went like, oh, let's maybe do this here or let's try this or let's switch this. Like we just kind of pieced them together. And then Mm -hmm. Martin really was the backbone that kind of drove it all home. Mm -hmm. And then you've been there. You guys. Yeah. You've been there through the whole vocal process, which has (laughs) been a, you know, thing. It's been, it's been cool though. I don't think people really appreciate the work you put in, man. (laughs) It was a lot. It feels like, um, I will say this, like, even though these six songs are the longest six songs I've ever taken in my life to ever record, right? Um, I feel like if I would have not only just gone with like first drafts of everything or like um, kind of how I came into it, like screaming and stuff like that in the very beginning, like mm-hmm. like kind of a little bit of the demo-ish sounds, um, the EP would, would hit different. Yeah, It would be a completely different vibe yeah. than it is now. Um, so in a sense, like maybe all this time was kind of good for us. Cause then we also like, like we're, we're getting rid of the, the initial artwork that we had that I showed mm-hmm. you. Like we're, it's like clean slate. Here we go. I think, I think what's nice is it's forced you guys to take your time yeah. with stuff. Cause you guys were like going to start, I, I, it's like, I feel like Jake was going to try to throw you guys on tours and like have you guys do all kinds of. All kinds of <laughs> I, I don't even think it was that. I think it was just like, uh, like, like yes, uh, but it was more of like, you know, we're going to do a bunch of shows with certain bands. Mm-hmm. Um, and may or may not have been the right direction for us. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so it's cool. I'm interested to see stylistically what changes. I feel like, I feel like um, with me and Dan more on the songwriting, it, it stays punk rock fast, but it goes a little heavier. Cool. Um, but I don't know. I kind of, I still like the, like, almost like punk vibe that the old songs have. So, like, I don't want to lose that. Yeah. You know? Well, and old songs I, to us, new to everybody. Just else. just remember that you're, for the most part, you have Steve in your band. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Like, use that speed. Yeah, that's going to be, that's fun. Um, yeah. So, as, and where where else? You're you're in the middle of the Mike oh. Perez health check. I mean, that's it. I think a very a very a very long way of saying. Um, I've just I think it's been I've been I've been good mentally. I think just because I think be able to stay with my walking, writing has been helpful, which I've been doing. Um, any word on the place that you applied for? No, <clears throat> not yet. Uh huh. Um, and I'm trying. It's so hard, but I'm trying to get my sleep in order like that's tough it's so dude it's so tough i just yeah my thinking when it comes to sleep is weird i'm just like hmm, i don't need that i can yeah. i can get by on that i i actually um i like to say that i can run on batman hours i can run on like basically two hours of sleep and mm. then be cool for the day um, but then when they start to stack up like that, that's when it, yeah. right. So I got like 4th of July, I ran on like an hour of sleep the next day. And I was like in class teaching classes and stuff like that. Just slamming 
like <laughs> quad espressos and and uh and monsters dude you know but there's actually a, this so this is a i'm gonna pull up the proper term for it but um <clears throat> there's an actual uh term for like that type of sleep schedule um have you ever heard of polyphasic sleep Mm-mm. polyphasic sleep whatever Mm-mm. so um basically it's suggested um in comic books we're gonna use batman as a reference that mm-hmm. like basically he uses micro sleeps throughout the day mm-hmm. so they like compare it to they call it an uberman sleep schedule so it divides sleep into 20 minute naps taken every four hours so you get 20 minute nap every four hours 20 minute nap every four hours 20 minute nap every four hours 20 minute nap um others include like 30 minute naps every six hours and stuff like that and you get your body just trained to take these little micro naps every few hours so then that just fuels you to just keep going basically so you like either sleep or you like meditate um you know kind of to keep you going and that explains why like how can he be businessman and billionaire Bruce Wayne during the day and, and <laughs> Batman at night. Cause every like three, four hours, he's like, all right, 20 minutes. You know? <laughs> so, I'm glad they finally explained that. Yeah, it finally makes sense. But I don't know. Maybe we should, we should try. Should we try it? Dude. I don't know if my work will let me get away with snapping for 20 <laughs> minutes every four hours. <laughs> I guess on my lunch. I mean, well, I mean, you'd only really be taking a, Two breaks, I guess, really. Yeah. So I think I'd, I'd take a nap before I go to work, right? Mm-hmm. Go to work at 12 at, during lunch, 20-minute nap, eat real quick, go back to work. Yeah. End of the day, 20-minute nap, and then go on with my night. I feel like that would fuck me up. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's got to be rough, like, the first couple of weeks that you do something like that. Yeah. I think we, I still think we need to do the, if we're going to do a challenge, we've got to do some kind of weight loss challenge. <laughs> I feel like that's... <laughs> That's been uh I need some sort of motivation. Put us on those shows so I can uh lose weight. How about that? Well dude, let's I'm I'm telling you, let's look we gotta get tomorrow dude, tomorrow night. I'll put in my phone. Since we're gonna be with friends, we should be like, yo, who wants to be in a contest? We'll just put in like fifty <laughs> bucks. We can't do that with Andrew around. Andrew personal trainer Andrew will be like, Oh well, we'll just you know how much more does he have to lose? You guys you guys have workout plans anyways, you're not doing it. <laughs> Well, we're not trying. Well, in, in fairness, with his plans, we're not. It's not like we're trying to lose weight per se. True. Like this would be like we're trying to lose weight. True. Like you're talking about pounds, like pounds on the scale. Jesse might beat us. Maybe. But I'm down. Know. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, nothing else. You know, if we fail, at least maybe we'll nice little pot for everybody. Yeah. Well, everybody throw on like twenty five, fifty bucks. We'll do like six months. No, I say, I say we even do like a month, two months. All right. Or 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 to keep it to keep it fun is we just do every month we just do like twenty bucks. And then we have a you know, we do like a first, second, third. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. Well, yeah, we we'll we'll have friends over except Martin. Because Martin doesn't want to join us tomorrow. Wait, he's not coming tomorrow either? Wait, no, I think he's coming tomorrow. That's Saturday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just put Martin on the bus. Shit on him. Whatever, Martin. Um, dude, I'm literally, I'm for real going to put, put an alarm and I'm going to label it. Set a date. What time is the movie? 8.20? 8.15? I think so. 
right, so, eight so yeah, t- so tomorrow, so <laughs> we're going, to, we're going to see uh, today. I uh, I know I'm supposed to be doing mental health check, but anyways, today I rushed home because I needed to prepare some stuff um, at the house, and tonight was really going to be my last opportunity to do that um, to set a bunch of stuff up before Saturday. Tomorrow, like pretty much right after work, I'm going to come home, change, like get some shit situated, and then drive out to the movie. We're going to watch Thor tomorrow night with all our friends. Like we usually do, we get a theater. So Mike texts me today. <laughs> he goes, hey, do you want to watch Thor? And I was like, we're watching it tomorrow. He's like, I know, but I want to watch it without people like being loud and yelling because all our I'm friends screaming. are, <laughs> which that's fair. Uh, I get it. And I love them. And I feel, and I feel like, uh, if I watch it tonight, I'm going to, even if it's not good, I'll still have fun tomorrow and I'll be able to have fun. I'll, I'll probably be loud tomorrow too. I'll get to be fun because I'm not going to be like, cause when I watch movies are so, they're so they're like, that's my, yeah. For you, movies are like the escape. Like you're yeah. immersed fully into the movie and you can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do that yeah like i'm i'm always laser focused and so i feel like this will be good because i get to watch it i get to have the serious watch and uh, tomorrow i'll have fun that's fair i should make it a point to try to ruin, <laughs> ruin shit guys watch this yeah or like oh yeah it'd be like do like little kid ruin it here comes the duck yeah do, do, do a little like uh like watch this watch this yeah watch this watch this or like He's gonna die. Just kidding. And then Is he? he? Dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sitting next to you tomorrow. <laughs> we are not sitting together. I'm just trying to jump scare people. That's what I should do. You tape. asked for a plus one for tomorrow, didn't you? Did I? Yeah. You did. You asked for a plus one. Who did you have in mind? Uh, probably Harry. Because his birthday. Harry. It's his birthday. Or his birthday was this week, yeah. Oh, happy birthday, Intern Harry, who's never here. Intern Harry. Intern Harry, the um, mythical Joker position. might come tonight, tomorrow night, too. Sick. We'll see. Sick. Have you ever thought about dating Jolka? Dude, I would love to. <laughs> Jolka is so rare. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I've never... Okay, I'm rooting for Jolka. Okay. I am. I'm rooting for him because he did something really cool. He got, uh, when Florence the Machine put out their album, mm-hmm. they dropped tour dates. Okay. And so Joker is single. And so he bought, uh, he got the album and then he, he just, he, he was, he had an opportunity to buy tickets to when they're playing, she's playing in, I can't remember if it's October, September, somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, you know what? I just, I was, I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to buy two tickets. Yeah. That's and, fair. Yeah, so he's like, I'm gonna buy two tickets, and you know, hopefully, I'll be like with someone by then. Yeah. Until so the opportunist that I am, <laughs> I was like, "That's awesome! I'm rooting for you." But <laughs> you can't find anyone. I'll go. I will me. go, and we will have a great time. <laughs> so that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So mm. I, I I I hope I hope he finds love, and I hope he goes goes to someone. But if he doesn't, I hope he finds love after Florence and the Machine. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so. I've done that before. I've actually I did that. Uh, I've done that with weddings. Mm. They've been like, "Do you need a plus one?" I'd be like, "Sure." 
and then not know if I'm going to bring anybody or not, you know? <laughs> and then, like, if the wedding's coming up close and I didn't have anybody, I'd be like, hey, never mind. I you know, I don't know if you need an extra seat. I don't, I don't need the uh, plus one. Or, like, I'll give up my plus one to somebody else. Oh, you give it to, you know, so-and-so. Okay. So my move with that, because I was of that mindset as well. Mm-hmm. Mine, now I just say, instead of when they ask for the option, I just put, just put me in the single stable. <laughs> <laughs> Or like put me with, uh, you know, or, you know, if you have single friends, just, you know, put it out there. For a while I was like thinking, I'd just go, um, yeah, give me a plus one and I'll just eat the extra plate <laughs> if I need to. Uh, yeah. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully he, Jolka finds love, but if he doesn't, we're gonna have a great time. We should get Jolka on an episode of this podcast so that he can talk about what it's like to, uh, unknowingly date you <laughs> dude he's got a cool story he's yeah actually, we, gotta, he, we gotta get him on yeah so we'll get, get him, on. him on we won't tell you guys when though because uh i know we every time we do it i know i thought i thought i was like oh this, one, this is for sure gonna happen set but, set. <laughs> wait so what where we we're all over the place where's uh what was where you at mental mentally oh. um i mean i'm good i uh you know, this weekend is get, is kind of packed with like a lot of stuff. We've got um, Andrew's birthday is on Saturday, yep. um, so we can do a little, Dude, little well, kickback. When was the last time we saw Andrew? Like a week or two ago, he came out. I mean, for me, sorry. I guess, I guess I, I guess I'm the one who hasn't seen him. Yeah, so he kind of went through a um, went through like a little depression type thing, um, and he like he's he said he'd be willing to jump on the show and talk about it. Um, but he went through some shit and then he just kind of was getting his stuff back on track. And then, um, <clears throat> you know, now he's, uh, he was saying that he wanted to get on the episode and give like a one year recap of, because a year ago, Saturday is when I bought him his blazers and his whole life changed. Wait, that was only months. I thought it was something that you had set him on a path like a while ago. It's last year. <laughs> what the heck? So we, crea- we created a monster, this monster dude. last year, dude. So uh Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. I thought this was like a long Okay, well. Yeah. So um Andrew's birthday this weekend. Uh Friday we're gonna watch Thor with the homies. Um Saturday I have um some construction going on at the house. And then Saturday night we are doing um a little little kickback, a little, you know, friends type thing here at the house. And then uh, Sunday I'm getting tattooed. So there's just like a lot going on. Um, but I feel good. I feel like uh, everything is kind of like, you know. What's been? It's getting a good, 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 good direction. Nice. What's been, what's been your, your uh, what's been centering you or bringing you back or? Um... I just keep having to put like priorities in order. I keep kind of like, no, I'm not physically writing them down, but I'm looking at my list and kind of like, okay, here's what I got to do first, this, this, and this. Um, you know what I have noticed, what I, I just did? Uh, I've noticed, especially when I'm teaching class and stuff like that, I don't know if I just have so much on my mind, but I'm stumbling over my words a lot lately, mm. which is not normal for me, right? Normally I'm pretty good with like, with speaking my mind and like, you know, like accentuating things and mm-hmm. like putting, putting my thoughts into words. Mm-hmm. And lately, I don't know if it's just cause I'm all over the place, but I'm like, 
either I'm stumbling over my words because I'm thinking too faster than it's coming out of yeah. my mouth or whatever the case is. But I'm like, I'll find myself like either stumbling over my words or repeating myself the same thing over and over and over again. Oh, man. And it's like, I don't intend to do it. And then I, after I do it, I catch myself and I'm like, what the, f-? like, what was that? Do you, do you have to like mentally tell yourself to slow down or is it like? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I did it today. I was in a class and I was. And I had some stuff on the board and I kept having to say the same thing over and over again because I kept stumbling over it. Mm. And I was just like, sorry, hold on. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I literally just like, my bad. I'm like, I can't think right now. You're and like, I just reset you're like, myself. Like, like, hold on, guys. Yeah. So. <laughs> Can we just turn back around? My eyes are bloodshot and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, I think it's me just having a lot on my brain and trying to figure out priorities and like, like I have so much stuff that I'm trying to figure out as well as like planning and as well as making things happen and like spending money left and right type thing. Um, which is all in, in a positive way in a good way, but like at the same time, it's just like. Am I budging this right? Am I thinking about this correctly? Am I looking at everything correctly? Um, and I keep having to also center myself too because like for what I'm doing um, in my head, of course, it looks way bigger than it actually is, yeah. right? So then when we boil it down, it's like not that much bigger, but it feels like it's going to be huge. Wow. And I keep like, I even like, um, I even like keep like drawing out like, and like measure on graph paper. I'm like, okay, each one of these is a foot, right? And like measuring things out and like, oh, it's going to fit. It's going to fit. Right. And then I'm like, in my head, I'm like, that doesn't look right. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't look, this doesn't look proportionally correct. You know, like, so I think, I, I think there's just a lot I'm overthinking mm. because there's so much happening at once that as I slow down and like things get done one at a time, then I'm like, okay, cool. Like this is getting done. This is getting done. This is getting done. Cause like, First, um, you know, I had talked about like refinancing the house and putting it all in my name. And then this, <laughs> I don't even know if I told you this, this fucking, this lady that I was working with was, she was so frustrating. Cause it's like, I would ask her to do something and she'd be like, mm, why don't you just do it? Right. Like with the homeowner's insurance, I was like, Hey, she's like, we need this paper. I go, okay, they sent it to you. She goes, that's not the right one that you need. And I go, well, which one do I need? Just tell them they'll know. Bitch, yeah, they don't I'm, fucking know. They just sent you what what they thought that they needed to send you, mm-hmm. and you're telling me that's not it. Well, I have, I, you know, if I have to, I'll reach out to them. But you should be able to just check your mailbox. I don't even know what you're asking yeah. me. For. So it's been it was like months and months of that, mm-hmm. right? So finally, we get everything done. We sign the paperwork and we send it in. Like this was back on like June 10th, and um, we have notary there. We sign everything, and they're like, "All right, cool, you're good to go." And then I didn't hear anything. And then I hit them up the next week and I go, hey, we filed the paperwork. Like, can I cancel this insurance and then go live with this insurance and like make sure everything's in order? And they're like, oh, we're still processing our end. Um, you know, so like uh, just give it like a few days because we got to do the paperwork. Mm. Okay. And then <clears throat> the papers I signed said my first mortgage payment was due July 1st. And I'm like, hey, guys, it's almost July 1st. What's going on? You know, nothing. Didn't hear anything back. Oh, Email their supervisor called, called two people, nothing. And then it's like the the 30th. And they're like, everything's done on our end. It's in your name. And I go, 
nobody fucking told me that like nobody was going to inform yeah. me that this process was done. Oh, well, I mean, if you sign into the site, you know, and I go, I've tried signing into the site. I can't get in because the loan number it's saying that's attached to it mm-hmm. cannot be found. They go, oh, that's not the loan number. This is the loan number. And I go, so what was the number that was on the documents? Mm, I'm not sure why they didn't match, but this is the loan number and here's your documents. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? So this all happens a day before like the first mortgage payment is due. And I'm like, why? 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 I don't understand. And it's just, it's been stuff like that. So then I'm like anxious about that. And then like all this stuff, just like this happened. Then I have to get approval for this. And then that comes back and we can start here, but I still need this done, you know? So it's just been a jumble of stuff going on. And then everything's falling into place correctly. But because I'm thinking about all of it, that's when I get like this. Yeah. And I feel like I get like neurotic, like, yeah. well, I mean, that's added. That's like, it's like, feels like so unnecessary added, right? <laughs> added anxiety. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like, just, dude, just this because is... one person doesn't like do their job essentially. So, yeah. well, but, hey, it's done. You know, it's done. Exciting things happening. Moving, moving on up, moving forward. Oh yeah. All right. Well, uh, I guess we can do kind of a a week recap. I guess one of the only things. Okay, so uh, have you seen the movie Elvis? I have not yet. Is it, it good? It's good. Is it? It's long, but it's good. <clears throat> um, I want to watch it. The uh, the act the guy who plays him. Um, I forget his name. But he's. I, I thought he did good, and so you know, of course. Uh, after the movie, I went through and I like looked up as many like to see how much of this. it was like real and yeah, yes, yeah, see what was real and then just to watch like some of like Elvis like live footage and things, and like dude, this guy was like spot on. spot on. Damn. Like I was I was impressed. I was I was genuinely impressed because like I didn't realize also like you know you you kind of forget about Elvis's singing style and like. <clears throat> How he talked like this, like this dude. I heard him in an inter- I heard him in, in an interview, and he was talking about the different. Because uh, he said he's like I've he's like I've watched every single interview he's ever done. Uh, there's been people who have come forward with recordings of him, uh, and uh, and so he listened to like everything. And he was saying how he you know he can tell the difference from like young, timid, speaking fast Elvis to like superstar more deliberate and how he speaks Elvis. Yeah. And it's like, that's cool. I don't know. It's cool things to pick up, but, um, yeah, it was cool. It was a cool movie. You know, uh, I feel like, and this is, you know, whatever, this is my own, I guess my own, uh, nitpick on, on these like movies about people's lives, like queen that, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody one, yeah. uh, Shreya Compton. And then with this, it's like, like, I guess, and this is just, you know, maybe I'm just a shitty person, but like, there's just some things they just gloss over. Like some yeah. pretty, yeah. some pretty, the movies are generally pretty biased to, to you know, mm. to put somebody in a positive light versus some of the shittier things or controversial things. Yeah. Like, I, you know, cause they definitely, they have him, you know, they show, uh, uh, what was her name? Uh, his, who would be his wife? And uh, I don't know if you knew this, but um, I had known this, but I had forgotten about it. And then watching the movie, I was like, oh, shit. Like, what was so Le- was Le- Lisa Murray? Uh, Lisa's daughter. daughter. Yeah. Uh, oh, what was her 
anyway um so he met her when he was when he went to when he went out to serve she was young right she was 14 <laughs> he's 24 way different time man yeah like later in life it's not you know whatever but like at the time <clears throat> it's like yeah. oh dang and so i don't know we kind of gloss over that but uh other than that um it was cool and it kind of it's it's a it's it's a it's sad you know because i i always i knew you know i guess i don't know if it doesn't matter not a spoiler but like i knew that he had like some kind of like something kept him in vegas longer than he wanted to uh, and i figured it was like mob stuff yeah and in a way inadvertently it kind of was kind of yeah um but like it's just sad because you're like dude this guy's the biggest star ever and he was kept from doing he can't. a ton of stuff man but um i didn't realize up until even his last they have it they show his last performance as far as like the last song he sang and he's like clearly and like just just bad shape like body wise is so like broken Fully down just let go let go and you you understand why like you understand like you know he he went through he's depressed he was and so and he was uh medicating and all, all, all kinds of stuff and so knowing all that they show the live clip of him singing and it was like it's impressive and heartbreaking because you're like till the end he sang like he sang the shit out yeah. of the songs but you could tell that he was just completely broken yeah yeah so just rough man it's like dang king 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 of uh, rock and roll, but at a cost. I think that's that's tough because that you know, especially when it comes to musicians and artists and stuff like that. Like, once you become like, and uh, obviously this is something that we've never experienced. But <laughs> once you become a commercial success, you know, um, at that point in time, it's no long. It's it's almost no longer about your art. It's more about your brand. Right. Right. Yes. And they, yeah. And and so like. Like same thing with even like artists or like designers, clothing lines, like people that start off independent and then just become like, you know, this huge thing. Um, like there's this this piece of you that just becomes almost a machine because you have to you know that I have to continue the brand. Right. I have to continue like, you know, not even even if you look at it in a sense of like, I have to do this for the people that I am helping. I have to do this for the fans. Mm. And I, I really hate that word. To do, you know, for the fans, for the fan, yeah. um, uh, or you have to do this for, um, you know, the people that are relying on you, you know, or, you know, and if you're, you know, like in a sense, when, once you get to like, you're a single solo artist, right. But you have a live band mm -hmm. and you touring means they eat and right. they put food on people's tables. Um, your road crew when you're that big, yeah. like people that, you know, uh, yeah. <clears throat> like if, even you think about like all the, like, dude, all the, the people that were on warped every year, that was their living. Yeah. Right. And when war tour ended, it's like, what do we do with our summers now? Mm -hmm. Like, how do we, you know? Yeah. The gig is just, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the gig mm -hmm. life is nuts. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can only imagine like what that effect has where you're just like, clearly my heart's not in this anymore, but there's so many people watching me, depending on me, relying on me and stuff like that, that I have to keep doing this, even though I don't really want to. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's gotta be tough. Dude. And, and the thing, and like, cause you'll see it, dude. And it's like, there's, there was some like 
like for Ferris Fair, like there is some genius to the whole, uh, like the residency at Vegas. Instead of going on tour, the tour they, to they come to you. Yeah, you know, and how like that is as far as from a money standpoint, and how they were able to work out their deal initially with him, like it's insane and it's genius and it changed you know uh, Vegas and how they do stuff and now residencies are no- a normal thing but it, it's just it's such a bummer when you realize what he was wanting to do and he was just kept from it you know before I understood residencies and stuff like that I used to always think like oh so they're going to Vegas basically to die. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but then like when I started really seeing like the numbers that come with the residency and like the, the fact that like for, you know, for those of you who may not know when you do a residency or you have residency in Vegas, something like that, um, you're basically, you're a featured act for like a casino or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. So your residency is you're performing your concert multiple times in the same venue um depending on like you know how often you're doing it it could be it could be five days a week Mm -hmm. you're going out there and you're performing multiple shows right Uh, you know it's almost like a circus circus type thing right Mm -hmm. like those people go out and they perform you know or sorry Cirque du Soleil Mm -hmm. they go out and perform and then instead of you touring and doing your same set every night in a different state you're doing it in the same place basically over and over and over again but what the the reason that Vegas residencies are so attractive is because there's a constant, yeah. constant change and turnaround in people because it's a vacation yeah. destination mm-hmm. and it's a it's an experience in, town. Entertainment. Right? It's, it's pure entertainment. So like um <clears throat> you know, not only do people who are uh like members of the casino who have the perks like get tickets to this that they can give out to their friends and stuff like that but then the people who are just passing through town like oh fucking backstreet boys are here tonight yeah. dude let's <laughs> go right and you're still like you you through that residency contract you have a guarantee for every show mm-hmm. so if you're doing a matinee show you're still getting paid right like it's a full sold out concert mm-hmm. you know because you're the drawing act and like like I said, before I understood residencies, I was like, oh man, like artists go there because there's nothing left right. and they just die there. But then you see like a bunch of careers that like people go on a break and then they come back and do a residency and then they just explode right. after that because they just got this whole new mm-hmm. demographic of people. So it's, and, nuts. and, and what a man, and what a way to like, you know, really hone in on a show yeah. and like create your own set list or maybe try some songs that maybe they probably had in forever. Like, uh, I went to Mariah Carey's uh, <laughs> to her. She she had a residency at uh, what I forget what where she's at. Anyway, if you didn't know, Mike was in love with Mariah Carey. Was is she's dude, she was so <laughs> fucking good. She was so good. I'll, I think like I talked about this before, but man, I How did went it feel to hear the whistle notes. Well, dude, so. I went fully expecting, and I felt like, I think May and I even talked about this. Like, I think we were both kind of at peace with, like, she'll probably be lip syncing. Yeah. Like, she wasn't going to be actually. Yeah, because, like, I'd seen some pretty, like, she's she's been so hit and miss for live performances. And now I, I feel bad. I take back a lot of stuff because, you know, you don't really know what's going on with the artist. 
And especially if it's just this one song they sing. Yeah. So many things can go wrong. It's not like you're preparing for a full on concert. You know, maybe your first song is a warm up. You know, whatever it is. Like there's so much that can happen. And so she's had some pretty rough television appearances. Yeah. And yeah. so and there's and there's one in particular where she's like clearly she's like she's lip singing. And which is kind of sadly normal amongst Yeah, women. especially on T V because yeah. you can't put out a it's like heavily fuck doctored on TV, yeah. Yeah. And so we were kind of both just like at peace with that. I was just excited to be in the same building. <laughs> as I was just excited to be in the same so. building as greatness. Yeah. <laughs> and so she she uh she opened with emotions. And if you don't know the song, look it up right now. Yeah. Mariah Carey. Pause this. Emotions. And Come back. this is kind of Welcome back. Yeah, this this is yeah, this is when you hear about whistle notes for Mariah, like this is one of the quickest, best examples. So she opened with this and I remember thinking like, you know, I guess, you know, whatever. And her first whistle note, you guys, she almost deafened everybody because she was too close to the microphone when she did her first whistle. And so she did it and like right away, the entire, everyone just like, like everyone was just like, oh shit, like. But then at the same time, I remember I remember like catching eyes with people, and everyone kind of the same thing, like thinking oh, she's fu- she's singing. oh she's actually doing this it. is real like she's really singing. And the level changed. of excitement oh, just dude. changes the yeah. it changed, like it instantly I have changed. Just thinking about that, like that's yeah. the real deal, dude. She's real deal, and she was like, she's as like as much like you know something like that. Like I want them to be ridiculous as far as like being a diva. She had like. Oh, I forget how many you had. She had like four costume changes or out in con- how, outfit how quick changes. Were her outfit changes though? Like were they like like Broadway musical quick or like they walk like the stage turns and then they're in a new suit? Uh they're 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 pretty quick. They're pretty quick, you know. Like one of them was like she just I think she brought like her jacket and stuff and she, like I don't know. Anyway, uh and also her band was pretty was pretty sick. Yeah. So like that's the thing too is like hearing Hearing Mariah with like a live a live band like a like a, a drummer and bass that are like 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 hitting, which is so sick. It's like, so oh yeah. dude like it sounds weird talking about right here like this like her stuff was hitting hard and everybody was like you know how did that how did that uh, that sweet fantasy baby dude sound with that just you know live kick oh, dude it was it hit dude it all hit and then we uh, we actually we kind of psyching ourselves up because we're like. Dude, oh, cause oh, we saw cause we saw that uh, Boyz II Men had a residency, yeah. and we were like, dude, what if Boyz II Men show up and they do uh, uh, freaking what's the song they said? Uh, I can't. Uh, down and that's from heaven. I don't even. I can't even think of it. Where's Martin when you need him? I know, but um, oh, dude, it was anyway. So, but no, Boyz II didn't show up. Sadly, they were. The residency wasn't like for like another month or two, yeah. but so it was, cool. it was awesome. So I got to see Mariah Carey there and I'm, I'm so open. Like I really, I want to see like, uh, cause I heard that Adele was going to be going, but she had to cancel. She's going to be going. She, she's, she, uh, was having a residency What in Vegas. Yeah. But she canceled it. That we we gotta go to that. Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. Thousand percent. Um, <laughs> thousand percent. Thousand percent. But uh, and then so yeah, so there's other ones I want to see. Like I want to see Celine. I want to see y'all. <laughs> all <of you>. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Fuck everybody. 
you know everybody at home is like Celine. I know, dude. She's whatever powerhouse. <laughs> um, they're iconic singers. So, but yeah. So uh, residencies are are awesome. And you gotta think too. They have families. Like families have to leave, you know, and they can be, you know, they can they can. There's plenty to do in Vegas. Or if they want to, they just take a three-hour drive to, you know, three-and-a-half-hour drive to Los Angeles. Yeah. You know, they can do stuff there. So, um, so it's just it's just interesting that he was the one that, he was the first, per, first person to really make that a thing. And then, uh, but also, again, it's sad when you realize. Because he was stuck. He was stuck. Yeah. There was no. The epitome of uh, I just realized Chewie's up there. <laughs> the epitome of um, like being in a a gold cage. Yeah. You know. Golden a golden uh, prison. A golden prison. <clears throat> um yeah. So uh, you know we we kind of been all over the place. We got a we got a couple questions from the live. Not too many. Mm. Chewie's Chewie's here chilling with us. If you guys tune into the episode, you can see how fucking cute one of my dogs is. How old is how old is Chewie? Uh, probably four now. Mm. I don't know. He's got such a cute face. I had him. I got him. Face. I got him. I feel like I got him right before COVID. Right. I got him right before COVID. I had I had already bought this house, or we had already bought this house, and then um, yeah, it's been around for a while, and he was like they they thought he was two when I got him. Oh, okay. He hasn't changed in size. He's just gotten a little more thick. <laughs> a little thick boy. A little yeah. thick puppy here. So. The one thing Mike does with his dogs is really cute is before he feeds them, they'll like, they like run to their bowls like all excited, but then they like sit and they wait. <laughs> and Mike will. It's like the one little piece of discipline that they Yeah. Have. <laughs> it's so awesome because they're just like. It's like the one little thing that I got them to do. Other than that, they don't listen for shit. I'm like, sit down. They're like, no. Yeah. Like, all right. But, um. Uh, yeah, they were, they were, uh, that's so cute. One of the things I, I really want to do is, <clears throat> you know, I kind of got Chewy to, okay, hey, bud. I kind of got Chewy uh, as like a way to keep Isley like young. Mm-hmm. Isley was getting older and slower. So I got Chewy mm-hmm. to kind of like. Oh my gosh, dude. I can't, even, I can't even talk right now. Watch the episode on YouTube. This is fucking this is cute as shit. This is the cutest shit ever. Dude, he just, for anyone listening, it sucks because his dog just buried his face in him and he's. I think he's asleep now. I don't know. I don't want to move. Though. Oh my gosh. Um, anyways, like I got him pretty much to keep Isley young. But then with Isley, like, kind of uh, like tearing her ACL and then like. You know, they think that she potentially have bone cancer. This is my bulldog. Um, they're just like, just let her live her best life. But now she can't go on long walks and shit. Mm. So pretty much they have free reign of the backyard. They run around in circles and stuff. And I'll take him out every now and then and run with him in the morning, like get all his energy out. Mm-hmm. Um, but Isley can't do long walks anymore. Like she mm-hmm. walks down the block and her leg just gives out and she uh. gets tired. <clears throat> so like, and then I feel guilty because she's the OG I can't just leave her at home while I take him everywhere with me. So like eventually the plan is to like really get him trained to where like he can't, he just, God damn it. He did it again. <laughs> he, get him trained to where he just like, you know, kind of hangs out and just goes everywhere. Um, but you know, in time, in time. <laughs> That's so funny. I've never seen him do that. No, 
I've never seen him do this that. This is new. This is a podcast thing. He's like, I want to stay up here, so I got to act cute as yeah, shit. Yeah. He's like, I'll be good. I'll be good, I promise. I'll be good. <laughs> I, I don't want to move, Mike. I know we have three questions to read. All right. <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll read yeah. them. <laughs> all right, all right. So one of them. So this question. Well, okay. So Ashley asks, how does it feel to grow a beard? And this isn't, this is literally, like I said, it's been a busy week. This is that a week? Is that one week? Uh, this might be two weeks or a week and a half. Like just, just don't shave it. Dude, no, cause look at it. It's going to be, it's, I'm glad there's like not that so much of a focus on my face cause it's so, <laughs> so patchy. We got to talk about your cool hat too. Oh yeah. So for, let's stop right now. So, uh, this was a gift from Martin Alcedo. Uh, he had a Dodger one. Which looked ridiculous, so stupid. <laughs> but no, I was kidding. And then, um, but I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And then uh, I think he uh, he he offered. He said, "I'll, yeah. I'll buy it." So, um, so this is a gift from Martin. That's a good hat, dude, and it fits you well. It doesn't fit all shallow like a lot of other hats. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and it forced me to wear white. I own white. Mike was surprised that I have a. I was shocked when he came in in this crispy. You could tell though it's new because it's still got fold lines, and he barely wears it. But it's a good looking shirt. <clears throat> yeah, I have white. I have white shirts, guys. So I saw one of the questions, which I'll ask: Is Daniel quitting the band? Yeah. So we were gonna wait to say anything. He's not quitting the band. <laughs> <laughs> we were gonna wait, but he's not quitting the band. Yeah, no, he's not quitting the band. Uh, he's uh, so uh, actually fair question: Daniel Huerta or Daniel Garo? Ooh. Ooh. Oh yeah, I have two Daniels and two yeah. bands. Um. No, he's uh Daniel Garo. Garo. He. Uh, and Which one no, is it? No bragging rights. Is it Garo or Garo? I say Garo. If he says I've, Garo, he's being. <laughs> I feel like I've always said Garo. He's tripping. And then it only up. recently I've been hearing people say Garo. I think it has to be because we're joking. <laughs> I don't know. No, I, no, no, no. He he says Garo. It's Garo, right? Yeah. I'm like, have I been saying this name wrong for like 15 years now or whatever long? No, it's Garo. <clears throat> um. Now we're questioning life. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, so he, so Daniel's moving to, uh, him and his wife are moving to, and Babe Benson, they're moving to Pennsylvania area. Um, and so, uh, so that's why we're doing, we're doing farewell shows because Daniel's leaving the Pacific Northwest where so, he's grown up. So it just makes sense to like, Hey, before I go, yeah. let's do some stuff up here. Yeah. So it's. Of it's him departing the Pacific Northwest, not NBR. Unofficially official type thing. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and that question was. Oh, oh. Don't like me. Don't like me. That question was asked by the Bryson Lee. Um. So, Jesse, this is a serious one. Put on, put on your thinking cap. Justice League or Avengers? Who would win? Justice League. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have um, Batman, which, uh, sorry for all you Marvel lovers out there, but is basically the match for Iron Man, right? Yeah. Tactical. Billionaire tactical tech. I would even say more tactical than Iron Man. Yeah. Oh, um, dude. Yeah. You know, and he's, and he's the, and he's just, he's just, that's his superpowers. He's 
smarter than everyone. He outthinks everyone. His strategy is better. <clears throat> he has a. There's a whole movie about the Justice League called uh, I think it's Justice League War, where they find out that um, there is they there's like plans basically, and they know the weakness of everybody in the Justice League, and they go, um, oh well, how did they find that out? And then it turns out somebody broke into Batman's Batcave and supercomputer and got. Um, basically like contingency plans on how to take out any member of the Justice League just in case they went rogue. And they're like, you had this information? He goes, yes. And they go, why would you have this information against us? He goes, what if the most powerful beings in the entire universe went rogue? How do we stop them? And that's why he has like contingency plans for everything. And so basically they like, they're like, we're going to kick you out of the Justice League. And he's like, you can't kick me out. I'm just going to (laughs) quit. He just walks out. And he's like, if you think that I'm doing the wrong thing here, then obviously we're not on the same page. Basically. Yeah. So, um, I, get, I definitely get why there's a lot of hype that Marvel would win, right? But uh, the Avengers, I don't know. It'd be, a, it'd be a good fight. But you have like, like Superman, yeah. Wonder yeah. Woman, Aquaman, you know, that's kind of a, uh, he's a, he's a wild card. But, I mean, and this is the almost kind of the flaw with DC, where it's like, if unless unless uh, unless the Avengers know about Kryptonite, right? Then then it's like then maybe that changes everything. But uh, <coughs> like Sorry. nobody, not even Hulk. If if Superman's being if Superman's if Superman, and there's no like. You can't, there's no match for him. I feel like Wonder uh, Woman too, even really think about it. I feel like Wonder Woman and Hulk probably are a closer battle. I feel like the, the ones that might be able to put up a good fight would, you know, going off of like Avengers comics, right? Captain Marvel. She's super oh, yeah. powerful. Right? Yeah. Sure. <clears throat> um, I feel like if anybody would know about Kryptonite, it would be Tony Stark. Um, Doctor Strange would have a good hand because I believe that one of the weaknesses that Superman has is to magic. Mm. So that's something that like he does have a weakness to. That's why characters like Shazam are able to go toe to toe with, or Black Adam are able to go toe to toe with Superman is because of the, the magic. of mm. um, <clears throat> You know, I mean, you have the obvious Hawkeye versus green arrow type things. Um, but I feel like the overall deciding factor in this is that the Justice League and DC Comics as a whole are written so dark <laughs> that they'd be willing to go to lengths that the Avengers won't. Mm. I can see that. Plus, I'm a DC fanboy, so yeah. I'm sure I'll get a lot of hate comments for that. Yeah, I'm a Marvel fanboy. My favorite. My, my, my favorite comic book character ever is Wolverine, but I I would still have to say Justice League just because. But I mean, yeah. I feel like the, now Wolverine doesn't really doesn't really tie to the Avengers. You know, if you're looking at it in a sense of like the whole Marvel universe, which includes yeah, Fantastic well, Four and and, and if you're taking men and like a Doctor Doom and Galactus yeah, and those kind of like things. these celestial beings and stuff mm-hmm. like that, then maybe there's a. Oh, but then you also have like all the, uh, dark, the DC, I know, they could like, do dark side and all. Yeah. apocalypse yeah. and all this shit. So I I mean, obviously there were the I think really this argument always boils down to like who are you a bigger fan of and who do you have more facts on? Yeah, who's writing? Yeah. 
So. I, I like. I love that. Uh, was, I think it was Stanley, who or they asked him who wins and this and that, and he's like, whoever's writing the comic. <laughs> That's true. It's true. It's facts. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, I got a. I got. I'm, I'm dogless now. So. Oh. Um. So we do actually have a mental health question, which is, what are the best ways to improve one's mental well-being? And this is from Heather. What up, girl? Uh, I think, you know, awareness is, uh, is a good way to, a good way to improve it. And I think that's just being mindful of yourself and what your body is telling you, um, mentally, what you're doing and feeling like always, always check in on yourself. Always question. I think yourself too, like an exercise and this is easier said than done, but like really for, it could be for anything. Anytime if something good happens, like write, write this down on your phone if you've never done this before, but like to remind yourself, <clears throat> like anytime something good happens or anytime you feel anxious or angry, step back and try to understand like everything you can about whatever that emotion is or what you're feeling and where you're feeling it. So I feel like the more, more aware you are of yourself, then I think the easier it is to become, you know, uh, it all, it all adds up to becoming, you know, more sound of mind, I think. <clears throat> but what is the mental health? What is it? Well-being? Yeah. yeah. I think just uh, removing as much toxic. Is that your knee? Yeah. <laughs> I felt that. Um, <laughs> Ow. Yeah. Like, I think, uh, you know, you know, the best and like, all this stuff is easier said than done, but it, and it requires work. Like this is why, like it is such a difficult thing to achieve. It's not possible, but just, it, it requires work, Yeah. you know, remove toxic things from your life, remove as many distractions as possible. Um, you know, I think being, uh, being, um, what's the word? Uh, not decisive. Like when you're intentional, yeah, intentional. Being intentional about like your decisions you make and and uh, <clears throat> you know what you're, I guess what you're trying to do in your life. I feel like all that stuff can add add towards you know building a uh, I don't know a strong way of well being. <laughs> I don't know. I do have a, a question for you. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, but I guess my input on that is I think it's a combination of a lot of things like your, your mental well being also ties into like your physical well being, mm-hmm. your health and, you know, just overall surrounding yourself with, um, you know, like positivity and things that make you happy. Yeah. You know, like body, mind, soul. Yeah. I, without sounding like, um, you know, like Mikey got his groove back type thing, you know, <laughs> just, hippie. um, <clears throat> like, like dogs, right? Like there's this little boost of like serotonin that comes when your dog does something that shows that they like give a shit about you. Yeah. Awesome. You know, you're like, yes. Um, <clears throat> you know, so like little things that, that could essentially just, you know, things that make you happy, surround yourself with things that, that, you enjoy or like put, you know, yeah. do things that you, you like to do. Like mm-hmm. if you don't like exercising, but you like going outside, like go on a hike, 
right? Like mm-hmm. you're kind of killing two birds with one stone. Like you don't have to be like shredded and ripped to be healthy. Yeah. Um, not everybody can look like Greek gods, like or goddesses, mm-hmm. like Mike and I do. Um, <clears throat> you know, but it's a it's a work in progress. Yeah. You know? Like the, I think there's so much like and. And everyone is so unique to them, right? Like my, I've been, I've been, uh, been meeting up with one of my buddies and he's going, he's going through some things. And, um, one of the things he told me and I, and I was thinking about, I was like, man, good for you. Cause that sounds like not on my radar at all or ever. <laughs> but like for him, like he says he likes to just go to the airport and just watch planes take off. What? He's a pilot, but oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> a little perspective yeah. here, like, <laughs> but, but I mean, um, I mean, you know, he, that's like for Does him. Does he do the thing where he's like underneath the runway, like on the hood of <laughs> the Wayne's world, <laughs> on the hood of his car. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to, I like to think that's what he does. No, I, I like not, to think that's what it is. Not, he's just like camped out with binoculars mm-hmm. looking at, <laughs> looking at an airfield. Dude, he, I mean, he loves, <clears throat> he loves, he loves it, loves planes and stuff. So like for him, like that's like, I get, I get that. I like, I get that around cars. Like every night, like it's been a while, but I'll go like, they have this tiny little cars and coffee down at the detail shop right down the street from here. Mm. And every now and then it'll be like a Sunday morning or something like that. I'll go over there and just like, look at car, look, look at people's cars. Like, oh shit. Like, that's cool. Like, that's cool. You know? Yeah. And that's awesome. Cause that's like for you, like yeah. for me, you'd enjoy the coffee part. I'd enjoy the coffee part. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, so I think just find things for you, you know, whatever it is, like every, be okay, like, like be okay with you know shit you're into i mean as long as it's not you know (laughs) harmful yeah but as long uh, as it's not self-deprecating yeah but i thought that was cool i do have a question for you Mm -hmm. uh, before we end this that was kind of brought up to me um what do you what do you do in cases where you start to feel yourself like spiraling like into depression or whatever like you you feel yourself kind of spiraling and reverting like how do you how do you pull yourself out of that downward spiral um when you when not not only like when you start to feel it but when you fully realize that that's what's happening and, uh, like as in like i'm about like this panic attack is like panic attack or imminent. just like full on like you know you feel yourself going into that like darkness of like oh i feel like a, a depressive episode coming mm-hmm. out, like a mm-hmm. or even for some people like a manic state or something like that um <clears throat> uh, for me so it's so it's, it's frustrating for me when that happens because I have my safeguards in place. And so usually when I get to that point, it's because I've either ignored them on purpose. Yeah. Because I like, like you feel like you need to purge. Yeah. Or like, you know, sometimes I'm I'm going through and I'm like, you know what? I need, this needs to suck. Cause clearly not learning from this or like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like there's yeah. Yeah. But, um, been there. Yeah. When I, when I'm, when I'm getting there or like I realize like, Oh shoot, like this is, this is going to, this could be bad. Um, then I really, I try to find ways to make sure I'm safe and protect myself and mentally. Like I know that, or at least I, you know, make sure that I'm okay. Cause like, that's one of the things I need. I have to be like very cautious of. Like if I know, like I'm thinking, uh, like if I'm in like dark thoughts or like dangerous thoughts then I need to like have that checked first. And then once that is, if I feel like I'm good from there, then it's like, I need to find an activity to do because rest is good for me. And I, I'll give myself like maybe one or two days of being like, I'm I need, I need I'm not doing anything. I'm going to just sleep. 
yeah and catch up because a lot sometimes for me it is just a mental or i'm physically tired and so a reset or like a good you know going to bed early or just like taking <laughs> sleeping all day like having one of those is, can be nice for me it can reset me but if i keep if like that can be another sign that i'm in it too yeah i'm like oh shoot i'm oversleeping <clears throat> um and so yeah and so when it gets to that point when i'm realizing i'm either sleeping too much or i just had all this rest i caught up on my rest and i still feel this way then i need to start doing uh like either physical things um rainbow ah i didn't catch it bless you um you know and i think that's when like you know then it's like oh weird why is my <laughs> mike's planning something or mike is suggesting we go do something that's usually my way of being like i need to, i need to do something i need to get out um and uh you know i think for me i'm i'm a big i'm i'm big on preventive things like yeah. that's a thing for me <clears throat> and so something for me that is a daily thing it's so small and it's so simple but for me it's coffee that is it I smell something. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> good for you, um, And so, uh, and so like a preventive thing for me that I do daily is like coffee. Like I really do look forward to it. whether I'm working, like making coffee or uh, drinking, drinking coffee. Drinking coffee. Uh, it doesn't affect me as far as like, it doesn't like give me this like jolt or whatever, unless I drink a lot of it. But, um, Isley. Do you smell that? No. I feel yeah. like I feel like I'm engulfed in it. <laughs> You're right there. You're I'm, right in the I'm danger. literally in I'm, the I'm watching in the danger zone like this. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Okay. Oh, I'm so glad that we're not a serious podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> But uh what is it? So yeah, so I think so the big thing for me is I try to keep it from getting there. So I do a lot of, there's things I do preventatively to keep me from there. But if I'm already there, then I have to do, uh, I have to really make sure I'm focusing on my, my little, uh, my things that bring me out of it. My coping mechanisms. It hit me now. Hmm? It hit me now. You smell it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's rough. It's rough. That it's is rough. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just, co uh, you know, coping mechanisms depend on what it is. Um, and, uh, you know, I have, I suggest for everyone, make a list, like a physical list of coping mechanisms for yourself, activities that bring you joy, um, anything, you know, contacts, people who you need to re you reach out to that help you recenter or reset you. Um, and then just, and then don't get don't get uh, stuck on one or don't get discouraged if you try one and it doesn't work. I've had times where I've gone through my entire list basically and nothing's worked. Yeah. Right. So then I just have to go through, go through it again or just, uh, you know, try to ride it out or try to find something that, um, I don't know, try to find something that brings joy or at least is a, um, I don't know, a welcomed distraction or find a way to like talk it out with something or some, or to talk it out with someone. Um, uh, actually, you know what? A big one for me, 
that's been uh, I haven't had to do this in a while, but when I've every time I've done it, I feel like this has been one of the, the best ones, and it feels the craziest. But it's a voice recording of myself, so I'm like talking, I'm talking. I put my own, get my phone out, my voice recorder, and I'll just talk. And a lot of the like the first time, like it'll just be like kind of like silence for a little bit, because I'm just kind of like I don't, I don't even know what I'm feeling right now. Yeah. I just don't like how I feel. <clears throat> and then you're and, like, what is love? Maybe don't hurt yeah. me. <laughs> so, but anyway, from, and, and what's what's neat about that is in a recording of yourself, I find that if, for one, it's it's you're getting hopefully what's inside out, right? Because it's one thing to be thinking something, and then when you verbally get it out, it's it's now become tangible and it's or not tangible, but it's it's out, in the world. It's in the world, and then if uh, as awkward and as painful as it can be to listen to yourself talk or to hear your own voice. Listen back to it because you're usually a good listener of yourself. Yeah. And so I've had times where like I've gone through a recording. And I was like, well, that was kind of useless. I really didn't say anything. And then as I was listening back, I could just, I was like, oh, I sound, okay. I think I'm frustrated with this. Like it was able to like put me into something. It was able to like kind of, I don't yeah. know. So yeah, voice recordings <clears throat> I feel like are, are good. Yeah. I was, just, uh, I was asked about it today and I was kind of reading up on it. And one of the suggestions I thought it was kind of cool um, was to have like an emergency like spiral box, right? Mm -hmm. To where um, you kind of have this, you know, doesn't necessarily have to be a big thing, but just this box stashed away to where you start to feel yourself like spiraling or you feel yourself going into that depressive state. Um, it's almost like a break in case of emergency type thing. Mm. <clears throat> and inside you'll have like... Um, you know, some things that, that kind of center you, like what's your favorite candy bar, like your favorite snack like, mm. or like maybe some pictures that you remember that make you happy, like mm -hmm. some memories that make you happy or like a handwritten note to your, to yourself when you're in a good place mm -hmm. to read when you're not in that good place. Um, or even like, you said, like maybe like a voice recording, like mm -hmm. have a little tape recorder. That's cool. I've never heard that though. That's, um, that sounds kind of and, I, and I was like, that's kind of cool because you know, that, that is like a, Almost like, like you know, we always talk about like time capsules and stuff like that where people mm -hmm. stash it and then, you know, 40 years later, 50 years later, pick it up. It's almost like having a little mini, it, it like they call it like a spiral box. Like you just have a stash somewhere away. And then when you start to feel like that, this will help kind of Break ground you and kind of bring you back. Um, <clears throat> and then I saw a quote, um, and I know I'm going to word this wrong because I'm not listening to the exact quote, but they were like saying like, uh, what do you do? What's a piece of advice, like a 30 second piece of advice that, like can help you with your mental health. And the dude was like, uh, and I think I sent this to you. The dude was just like, <clears throat> um, write down everything that's uh, write down everything that's causing you anxiety and stressing you out and cross out all the things you can't control. Now mm -hmm. focus on what's not crossed out. Okay. You know, so yeah, I think, I think uh, and always, I feel like gratitude is always a good way to realize how like we, it's hard to feel it a lot of times, but like, if you're if you're able, sorry to anyone who doesn't have like the ability to walk unassisted, but if like there's so many things, so many blessings that you have that you experience every day that you don't realize, and health could be one of them, ability to walk, rationally think, you know, there's people in your life, or maybe there's just one person in your life, you know, uh, there's a lot in in our lives that uh, we can be thankful for. And uh, I think we forget that. And when we focus on that, the gratitude side of life, I think that's also a really good way to kind of 
help out uh, when you're in the midst of a spiral. Yeah. But I like that spiral box. It's kind of a cool idea. Uh, that's cool. Kind of a cool idea. Should we get... Should we get Lamb to do that one day? Just see what our, our spiral boxes is? We should. I'll, we should both make spiral boxes separate from each other and come yeah. back and see what it says. Yeah. Mine will definitely have like a Reese's and Butterfingers in it. It's just <laughs> candy. It's just all candy. <laughs> it's just a stash yeah. of candy. <laughs> like, were you spiraling this week? No, I was just hungry. Like, so I, I have two things I want to end on. One, um, <laughs> when you said, and I don't mean this to be insensitive, when you said, sorry to the people who can't, um, you know, walk unassisted. Mm-hmm. Did you see the video... <laughs> is a video it's so bad i like i can't help a laugh but i think you know what i'm talking about it was a wedding the guy the bride and groom just got married they're having their first dance she's in a wheelchair right so they wheel her out guy comes up and they're gonna have their first dance and the fucking dj puts on ed sheeran and the first line when your legs don't work like they used to before was that meant to happen and everybody was like oh and then it cuts off so i don't know if it was intentional or not but i was like oh no so I don't know if it was like a joke between like the the bride and groom and like the DJ or what it was, but I was oh like, oh my god! Oh, read. <laughs> um, I can I, I mean it's like the typical first dance song. Yeah, but wow. Yeah. <laughs> like you could have started it later. Literally the, <laughs> the first, first line. Word. So this is the first line of the song. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's so bad. Um, and then second thing. So I need you guys' opinion. I wanted, I talked to Mike about this. Um, one, I'm getting tattooed on Sunday. I'm doing a, uh, snake and a dagger on my leg. And Mike was like, Oh, kind of like the MBR shirt. Uh, and that <laughs> fucked me up a little bit. <clears throat> uh, if you guys don't know, I have an MBR tattoo, yes. which isn't like blatantly NBR, but it does say on to glory, on to death, both fine by me. Nearly traitor. Um, off the consequence of dreams. I'm album. actually shocked that Mike remembers the lyrics or what song that's from. It's been so long. They've NBR I, it's has only because I thought about it earlier when we were talking about the snake tattoo. NBR has like 70 uh, <laughs> records and songs. Mm. Um, anyway, so I want to get uh, like right above my kneecaps on each leg. I want to get in like cool ass script, walking blind on my legs, like on my shorts. So when I wear my hoochie daddy shorts, you see walking blind on my like quads, right? Yeah. But then I realized that um, even though Walking Blind is the name of this podcast, which Mike and I are both on, it's also the name of an NBR song. And it feels weird to have two NBR tattoos, right? No. And Mike said, (laughs) nobody's going to bring it up. So I'm asking you guys, is anybody going to bring this up? Is this a bad idea? Let me know, because I I might do it this week. (laughs) I feel like if I do it, you're just always going to be like, Two NBR tattoos, huh? It can't be. It can't be worse than the fact that Ryan, old bass player Ryan Worrell, has three. Oh, uh, two inspired tattoos by me. Almost three. He put. For anyone who doesn't know, MPHC originally is uh, Mike Perez. It's my acoustic stuff, my solo acoustic stuff, and which was awesomely titled Mike Perez Hardcore. Yes, and. He has a and big, it's like big, big block lettering. He has MPHC across his ankles. That's right. I didn't ask him to do that. Not once. Did you set a timer for today? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Um, and so, uh, and then the second thing was, 
on tour. We were doing, I can't remember if it was like a cornhole or beer pong or something, some tournament. And so we had to come up with names. And so Ryan, our, Ryan has like the homeless aesthetic. Like he looks homeless. Beard, camo jacket that looks dirty as hell all the time. Dirty and torn, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, him and then I forget who his teammate was, but his teammate also carried this aesthetic. And so I called them just off the top of my head. I called them Soup Kitchen Heroes. <laughs> and so they loved they loved it and Ryan loved it so much that he got a soup kitchen hero tattoo. Nice. So that's two tattoos. The third one, I wasn't there. And when I told him, he was upset cuz he's like I would have done that. So that would have been three tattoos I inspired and it was he got a, he got like a shark. And I was just like just being stupid, I completely I saw it and I couldn't just give him a nice compliment. I'm like, that looks cool. I just said it would have been cooler if it had, if it was a double headed shark. And he was like, fuck, <laughs> that would have been cooler. And I was just like, are you serious? Like, so oh, man. had I been there now, cause I would have probably said it then he would have gotten, so that'd been his third inspired tattoo. <clears throat> hey. hey, Hey, well on that note, that's our sign. Let me know if I should get walking blind tattooed on my legs. Uh, let us know uh, by following at walking blind pod or walking blind podcast at gmail.com through the emails follow the YouTube channel you guys will um, get this and then moving forward we're going to start putting more content on that YouTube channel like mm -hmm. we're going to be starting doing more stuff we have this plan um, to break down um, the records you know mm -hmm. so we're going to talk a little bit about like the songwriting process you know kind of for each of us and like lyric inspiration things like that yeah um you know, and go from there. So mm -hmm. you got, we got some things that we're going to be putting out and those are going to be like YouTube exclusive type things. Cool. So, um, make sure you guys follow that. Uh, and we will talk to you guys soon. We love you guys. Peace. Peace. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.